This is Single, Saved, and Growing, where we share the real life of single life with open and honest conversations with Queen Kai and Madam TJ. Hey, y'all. What's going on? Thank you guys for coming back, coming back and listening. We appreciate you all so much. Thank you. And thanks for the feedback. We've been getting some pretty good feedback and I'm definitely grateful. I love to hear how people are feeling, what people think. Like, even if I play um, one of the episodes at the shop, like, Mm -hmm. it's definitely giving some good conversation going. And that's really the purpose is that we want to start up the conversation, start up, you know, people's minds, get to thinking, think about something Mm -hmm. you haven't thought of before. So I'm definitely grateful. So thank you all for listening. Can you even share that, um, what that guy was saying when we were talking about a couple episodes ago, how we were saying, like, what do you value? What is your value? Like, mm-hmm. what do you bring to the table besides your um, besides your genital parts and your money? Mm-hmm. What else uh, do you what? How else do you add value? Can you mm-hmm. share a little bit about how you had that conversation and what he said? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I, I was um, doing my client's hair and we were listening to the podcast and um, it was the episode where we were talking about when uh, my godmother told us that men are more than penises and wallets. And, um, and the charge was to the challenge was to find where you are, where you are valuable other than sex and other than money. How else are you valuable? And he was like, I don't know. Like mm-hmm. he just straight up said he didn't know. And so I was like, wow. But it's like to me, like I felt like he's a really great guy. Like I love doing his hair like he's in physical therapy school. Like he's had all these accomplishments. And for me, like I feel like I can see all your assets mm-hmm. and values. But he was like straight up. He didn't know. Mm-hmm. And so um, we just kind of talked about it. So he was saying like, you know, what does that look like? Can you give me an example? And I think sometimes people just need to see an example because then he, you know, could figure it out. Mm-hmm. But so like we kind of just walk through that to figure out like what are some things that some places and things that we add value other than our genital parts. And so he, and he was, he accepted the challenge that you gave the people. So <laughs> that was great. I really love that. And I just, I'm so grateful that we, I was able to have that conversation with him because yes. that's what this is all about. Like if we're not changing thought processes, if we're not charging people, if we're not giving them challenges, if we're not bringing them to Christ, like we shouldn't even be doing this. I don't, I don't point? care about none of this. What's the point? What's so the point? I'm very grateful. Yeah, I love that. I love that because, I mean, it, until somebody opens our eyes to anything, you know, any new perspective, we just we just don't know. And here this man just walking around thinking he just a penis in a wallet. And that's it. <laughs> Bless his heart. But Bless anyway, but that's I know only. that's probably what not, that's not what he only thought. But just right. still, like, yes, like you said, we should be open in minds. And even us opening our own, like, this is yeah. helping us as well. So, amen to that. Okay, let's get into our... Topic for today, mm-hmm. uh, we're talking about being saved and sanctified. We talked about singleness a lot um, and relationships a lot. So today we just kind of wanted to talk about our journey and relationship through Christ and how um, being a Christian has been for us, being saved has been for us in this day and age and how it's changing and all of the things. So Tyra, are you ready for Jehovah's return? <laughs> <laughs> I hope I'm ready. <laughs> okay, I'm playing. I'm playing. Okay, no. Let's say, when did you start to build your relationship with Christ? Because what we know is that it's a relationship. So, when did you start to build your relationship with Christ? And how did that happen for you? What was that like? Um, I'll say I started to build my relationship with Christ when I was like um, middle school. No, I think I was in high school. It was like started, my gears started turning in middle school, but then in high school is when I really like 
try to get to know him for myself. Um, I when we were in middle school, we were bullied mm. and I felt like I didn't have anybody that had my back. Mm. Like my mama wasn't besides me. Uh, besides you. Okay. <laughs> so our mom was not the mom to come up to the school and be like, who messing with my child coming up to the in the robe and the rollers? Like she just wasn't that kind of mom. She had to work, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I didn't have her to come, you know, rescue me. And even when we were at church, there were girls at church who were bullying us at church. And I also felt like people had our back to a certain extent, but they were just like um, just ignore them, just ignore them, just ignore them. And so, like, I just felt like nobody was coming in to correct situations or saying, okay, hey, let's handle this like this. Uh, and there were, I do want to give credit to the people who did, but I'm just saying that I still got bullied. Like, you right, know, so yeah. it, it really, I'm just it saying it helped, bit. but it didn't it help. It put a Band-Aid, but it did not fix the source of the exactly, problem. Exactly, exactly. So anyway, so within that, it really made me turn to God because I didn't have anybody else. And I would read scriptures that say, pray for those who persecute you. Um, I will read scriptures that say, talk about forgiveness, about God being our our safe place and things like that. And so I'm like, okay, if nobody out here can do it, I know my God can. Mm -hmm. And so, and even with that, like I've never been like, there are a lot of bullying stories and they're not mine. Mm-hmm. So I'm grateful that the Lord has kept me. And that that mm-hmm. is kind of what was my introduction into finding out who God was for myself was those scriptures. And then also um, we praise dance. Mm-hmm. And so like when everybody was, uh, everybody else was going out to the movies and partying and all that stuff, we had to stay at home and work on our praise dances for Sunday morning. <laughs> like we, we had to, and when we, we listened to the music, we let it get into our spirits. We found the scriptures. And so, it really just started the basis of worship for me mm-hmm. um, and just finding out who God was. And so that was the, I would say that was the budding of my relationship with Christ. Mm, very good. Very good. I love it. I would say, I was trying to think like Queen God. <laughs> I don't want to say the same story as you, but you know yeah. what? Now that I think about it, I think that it was kind of different. Like now that you say on the things that you point out um, that for me, it was like, it was middle school. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. I can't tell you the day, the minute, and the hour, <laughs> but I just know that something switched for me, and right. I was like, "Oh yeah, I'm about to, I'm about to do this for real. Like, yeah. I'm about to get to know God for real. Like, He is my God, and He got my back, and I, and I got Him. So like, it just wasn't. I don't know. I don't know when it was, but something just clicked, and it was like from that day forward, I was sold out. Yeah. From that day forward, I was sold out. Or let me say time, because I don't know what day it was. <laughs> um, but from that time forward, I was sold out. So, like, I remember being 13, and um, the whole church was fasting. I was fasting. Yeah. I remember when the church was reading the Bible for the year. Um, I was reading. I was trying my best to get through that Bible <laughs> through the year. And even though those things are not, those things are, it's not like an add value, like, just because you did these things, right, God loves right. you even more. But it still, it helps you build a mindset. It's helping you cultivate, uh, cultivate you know, uh, your walk with Christ and get to, getting to know him. So it's very, you know, those are things that are helpful for me because like you said, I wasn't out doing everything else because I was doing these things. So it was a, it was a safety. It was, yes. God was keeping me. But yeah, so I remember doing those things like lifting my hands up in worship. I couldn't wait till they sung a song that said, uh, I lift my hands in. Yes. Like I'm raising my hands on this part <laughs> um, because I was just, I wanted him. I, I was yes. just so drawn to God at a young age and I'm thankful for the Lord to it so but yeah so like yeah after I remember doing that I remember I do remember the day that I feel like I felt the presence of God yeah. um we were like 
Yeah, we were like in um, sixth. No, we were probably eighth grade, mm-hmm. eighth grade, seven or eighth grade. And um, we were all in church one day. And I don't know what happened, but it just <laughs> hit me just like that. I just started crying and I'm all on the phone just crying. And so, yeah, I remember I remember I remember the day that I felt the presence of God. Um, and so that was amazing. I remember like being in church and I would see people who would like pray in tongues and I would Mm. see people who prophesied or who could sing really good. And I was like, I want that. Like Mm. I said, and I remember going to um, mama and I said, mama, I don't want to wait till I'm grown to get that. Like, mm. I want to have that now. And so I feel like that was that was my drive because I wanted the presence of the Lord, or the presence of the Holy Spirit. I wanted to be able to interpret. I wanted to be able to prophesy and sing and minister at a young age is what I wanted. Um, so I remember telling her that. And she was like, OK, like you will, like, you know, just be patient, <laughs> but you will. But she was just like, you do. Like, she was just so like. I can't believe that's, that's what, what you want. want. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, yeah, that's what I want. Forget what y'all talking about. Right? <laughs> Give me him. Give me the love. Give me you. Everything, <laughs> Everything else, else can wait. Okay, okay. we're going to be doing we're this. We're going to be singing. Okay. But okay. So then I want to say when I got... Um, and to high school, I feel like I lost my way just a little mm-hmm. bit. Like, so for me, it's like when you got older, when you got into high school, it kind of helped you more. Mm-hmm. But I feel like when I got to high school, I kind of separated. Mm-hmm. But let me tell you what, babe, when I got to that college, okay, because one, nothing to play with. One, you stop you in your foot tracks, okay? Okay, y'all. Oh my gosh. Like, when I say, I remember just, it was so many times that I felt isolated because I felt like God was like, no, you're not going to do this. Mm-hmm. Even in high school, there were times like this. You're not going to do that. You're going to be over here. Like, I don't care if you by yourself crying. I don't care if he broke your heart. Mm-hmm. I don't care if you can't be with these people. I don't care if you do that. You, you can't. You can't. Mm-hmm. You have to be, you have to be separate. Yeah. You have to say, you have to be the salt of the earth. And I just be like, uh, why me? <laughs> why in heaven's me? Like, why? <laughs> Why do it have to be me? Yeah. But he was not playing. And so, you know, I'm grateful for it now. But even sometimes still this very day, I still deal with that. Um, but it helped me. So like in college, yes, that was my great separation. Um, great he, separation. My great, he was not playing. I was in that word. I was fasting. Yes, was. I, I, I remember him like, we do not survive on bread alone. <laughs> we don't survive on bread alone. We just survive on the word of God. You are the bread of heaven. <laughs> Saying all these scriptures because I, I was like, I'm going to fast. Like mm-hmm. I am going to die to my flesh my flesh will not take over me the desires of this world will not take over me and so I remember just fasting and so that's when I really I mean I feel like that's when I began to walk um, into my maybe I just would say accept the call because I've always I've always been walking and you know I've always been walking with the Lord been an acknowledged I've acknowledged him since I was young Mm -hmm. but I feel like I accepted the call of the Lord when I was in college because man it was tough I remember me and my friend we was going around this test was coming and we had we was going we felt like we was going to fail the test so we we just go around saying he has the plans i know he has the plans and has a good future i hope and a future he knows the plans for me we going around going around telling everybody this but this is before we knew we failed the test but we just telling everybody i know he has a plan for you he has a plan for you he has a plan for you then me and my friend we see the scores to our test and got to freaking out Y'all think it was a D on the final. Let me tell you, this is my senior year, a D on the final. And so I said, 
No. You know what? We can't freak out because what have we been telling people all day? That he has a plan for us. And guess what, y'all? I passed that class with a B, period. I don't know how. I'm not going to tell you what class that was. But I passed that class with a B. Thank you, Lord. Because he knows the plan. Amen. He knows the plan. He knows the plan. I feel like for me, um, in college, like, I didn't even, I didn't do a lot of what I wanted to do. But I still feel like I had a little bit more leeway than you. Yes. And <laughs> I did have a little bit more leeway, but I felt like by senior year, it was over with. Yeah, like the, I had strayed away a little bit too far and the Lord was like, all right, you done had enough. Get over here right now. Like yeah. he was not playing with me. And so I did have to go through a lot of healing, a lot of mm-hmm. uh, a lot of stretching, a lot of pruning and cutting that my senior refining. year and after and refining. Oh, Lord. I am not the same person. Thank you, Lord. I am not the same person that I was. To God be the glory. Thank you, Lord. That's all I have to say because I can't even get going on that. I'll cry up in here. Thank you, Lord. But he kept me. Thank you, God. Ain't he a keeper? Okay. Okay. Don't get started. Okay, I'm not going to start. Okay, but uh, I want to talk about, so we it's a big, this huge, I want to say, I don't want to say argument, Mm -hmm. but let's say debate about having a covering and not having a covering. Mm -hmm. Like, do we have to go to church? Do we not have to go to church? So I want to ask you, like, what do you think about that? What is your take on that? Like, having a covering, not having a covering, being at church and not being at church. Yeah, I think. I think it's very important to have a covering. And this is my personal opinion. Y'all don't got to, don't, don't debate with me because <laughs> I'm just saying my own opinion. I think it's important to have a covering because if we're just walking out here doing whatever we want to do with nobody to hold us accountable, with nobody to answer to, what are we doing? Like mm. we, we need people. We are a body. We are a body and we need the body. And, and, Nobody is here on this earth without parents. Mm -hmm. We were not birthed into the world without parents. So we all need somebody who can guide us and direct us. And I think the issue comes in when we've had people in a place of a covering and they've hurt us Mm -hmm. or they misused us or they abused us. And so that I understand. Mm -hmm. I understand that. And I understand even the, the time that you feel like you need to stay away. You know, that makes sense. But. And all in all, do you need a covering? In my opinion, yes, you do. Mm-hmm. And um, what was the second thing you asked me? Do we need to, do we should, do we have to go, go to, to church? church yeah. Go to church. And I think we should. I think we very much should. And because I can't, I'm not going to find out everything I need to find out on my own. Mm-hmm. I can't always help myself. I can't always encourage myself. I can read this Bible all day long, but my perspective is not going to be the same as your perspective. And I think like we we go to school and we have teachers. Mm-hmm. So we have to sit in that classroom. And if you don't sit in the classroom, you still have to do your PowerPoint, you know, and learn from the teacher. So I feel like that's what church is. When we have a Sunday service, we're coming all together and learning from the teacher. Some in Bible study, we can ask questions, we can discuss. And even my church, we, we are a talk back church, you know? So like we take our notes, like to me, it's like going to class and you also the presence of the Lord that I feel in church is not the same I feel at home. Mm-hmm. I can feel God. I really do. And it's, it's nice and it's lovely. But when you have a whole body together who mm-hmm. are on one accord, I mean, things shaped in, sh- uh, what am I trying to say? Shaped. Shaped oh. and shift mm-hmm. in a place where you have more than one people, more than one person together. And so... I really do feel like we need um, we need a covering. We need a covering. We need church. We need the body of Christ. Now, people need to clean up their acts. People need to clean up their acts in the church. I'm not going to lie because mm-hmm. I have experienced church hurt. I have been in places where not they were not okay. 
But um, at the same time, there are a lot of places that are okay, that are safe. We just got to stop being so offended Mm. and and follow Christ. Go to the church to learn about God. Mm -hmm. Don't go in there to find a friend. Don't go in there to find a buddy, but go in there to find God. And you're going to have everything you need. Seek me first. Mm -hmm. Seek the kingdom first. Then all things will be added. Mm -hmm. All things as in business, all things as in friends, all things as in family, all things as in your financial needs. But seek God first. Seek the kingdom first. Then all things will be added. Amen to that. You know what? I think this conversation is so good that we need a part two. Part two. Okay. So, y'all, we're going to be back and we're going to continue this talk about covering and no covering, church and no church, and our walk and our journey through Christ. But we want to thank y'all for listening. Stay saved and sanctified. May the Lord be with you. We want to thank you for listening to Single, Saved, and Growing. Remember, you won't always be single, but you'll always be growing. This episode is part of the Breaking Ice, Building Bridges community podcast platform brought to you by Possibilities.